Hello, I'm Natalie. And I'm Chris. And, and this, this is, is the Paranormal, Paranormal Podcast. Podcast. A podcast experience for stoners with a taste for all things creepy crawly. How you doing today, Natalie? Oh, I'm great right now. I just smoked. <laughs> Wait, is that what we're doing? What? Smoking before a podcast? That's unprofessional. Yeah, well, fuck it. Why not? <laughs> Happy 2020. <laughs> Got yeah, it. 2020, I can get away with a lot of things in 2020. So what did you smoke just now? I smoked Hindu Sour. It's a sativa, and it was grown by Burnwell. And it looks like it's also hitting you harder than what I'm used to seeing you at this point. Yeah, this is a really heavy sativa, and I feel great right now. But Good. also very alert, so it's nice. It's been a while since you've been on my level for once. I really think I am on your level right now, so I'm really excited for today. Well, good. Well, let's make this easy. Creepy, crime, or cryptid? Mm, we did crime last week. Why don't we do creepy? Plot twist. What? It's all the same story anyways, because this one hits all three. What? Oh, shit. Okay. I'm, Not like I'm... evenly, but like... It, I feel like it covers my bases on this one. Oh my god, I'm going to be so impressed. Plus, I'm also kind of lazy, and I didn't want to have to look up all three just in case. So you're welcome. Well, I mean, I can't fault you for that. Yeah, because, you know, 2020. Yeah, exactly. So, this is... And this isn't going to sound impressive in the beginning, but so bear with me on this one. The Legend of St. Nicholas. Ooh, okay. I don't know who St. Nicholas is. So... Please tell me you're kidding. Are you that high? I was that high. I'm still that high, but I'm realizing my mistake. <laughs> mistake. Got it. Wow. English oh, is rough today. Good luck on this one. I'm so excited. <laughs> Ladies and gents and everyone else, here we go. Oh, here we go. Let's go. So, are you up? Do you know who? It's December. Do you know who St. Nicholas is? I know who St. Nicholas is. I'm just really high. Awesome. This is St. Nicholas and the Butcher. And the butcher? Yes. Okay, continue. So, this song actually dates back as far back as the 16th century. Oh, shit. It is the French take on St. Nicholas. Oh, and the shit. story is a, excuse me, because I do not speak French in any level. Legend de Saint Nicolas. Oh, okay. Or the legend of St. Nicholas. Yeah. Um, also features the butcher. So, originally, the song was about three younger men. But they tweaked it over time and they wanted to make it more of a children's story. So okay. what you'll find right now is actually children's books with it being three young children. Oh, shit. Okay. So the story starts off with the children harvesting grain. A um, little bit out too late. And then they realize it's already too dark and they have to make their way home. But mm. it's too cold as well. Gotcha. Um, they get stranded in the woods and they stumble upon a butcher's cottage. Oh, shit. Okay. Kind of okay. Goldilocks thing going on. Yeah. Um, they going? knock on the door. Okay. Ask for shelter and hopefully some food. I mean, it's yeah. a butcher, so hopefully he's got some kind of meat. Yeah. And the butcher just welcomes him in. Oh, no. What do you mean, oh, oh no? It's like you know this is going to happen immediately. Oh, God. Okay, just, just tell me what happened. Well, the butcher immediately grabs a knife and kills all three children. Fucking A, dude. I it's... didn't think it was going to be that. Just like... Immediate. Doesn't go into detail. I mean, it's a kid's story. So, uh, the butcher chops them up into cubes and puts them into a tub of brine because I'm assuming you know you had salted meat back in the day. That's just how yeah. they preserved everything. Yeah. Um. 
fast forward immediately, and this is the this is you know in I had to kind of break this down because it showed the the website I went to uh, SaintNicholasCenter.org covers the entire like history of like all the entire like French version of the story. Oh, that's cool. Um, so you know, I they actually showed different iterations of the storybook. They showed the where I got a lot of my information from was a translated version of the actual song itself. Oh shit! Okay. So I'm kind of breaking this up into like different verses okay so now we fast forward after you know child murder yeah seven years later in the month of december bishop nicholas Nicholas. ends up you know for some reason he is in the middle of the forest at the edge and middle of the forest at the edge that doesn't make sense (laughs) maybe i should have paid attention to the translation and i'm the high one (laughs) you are (laughs) actually um so Bishop Nicholas walks past the butcher's cottage, <clears throat> knocks on the door, and requests shelter. Okay. Nothing crazy. You know, I'm sure the butchers had other people over. It's where he gets his meat, apparently. Um, when offered dinner, because now we're talking about a bishop here, yeah. man of God, um, the bishop declined both ham okay. and veal. Well, I believe it was in that order in the song. And instead, somehow Sherlock Holmes did and asked for the little swine for seven years having laid in brine what yeah i mean that was like the english quote but yes somehow the bishop knew oh shit okay why did he know though he's a bishop how did he know this is where you don't ask the questions it's it's like they kind of glossed over that after like seven years of just a bishop knowing so That's, that's fair weird stuff um realizing that you know obviously now he's caught, somehow, the butcher makes a run for it, Scooby-Doo style. And in the words of St. Nicholas loosely, Butcher, butcher, do not flee. Repent, and God will pardon thee. Oh, okay. That's, that's weird. So, that's the weird part. Oh god, this is so outlandish already. So as we get to the end of the story, St. Nicholas approaches the tub places three fingers on the edge of the tub. Oh, no. And the children are immediately revived. Holy shit. Okay, cool. Again, not going into detail. Didn't really cover that part. Um, The first child replied something along the lines of, Oh, I was asleep. Oh. Second child replied, Me too. The third always mentions some sort of, I have been in paradise. Oh. Which I'm guessing is heaven. What the fuck? Because these are, you know, good kids, I'm hoping. Yeah. But why is it only, like, the one? Um, you know, we didn't ask. Maybe one was better than the others. Oh, shit. Maybe. So, this story ended up being told in the same way that a lot of the Grimm's fairy tales were told. You know, it was Mm -hmm. very dangerous for kids back in the day, and that was just when life was just very difficult for everyone and all. Children, just no way to defend themselves. So, you know, whole story being there's always dangers out there, but there's some reassurance that for the kids that there is some good in the world. Okay. And I mean, what better way to make sure people go to church than knowing that St. Peter's the, or St. Nicholas is the one who's going to help you. Okay. That's, that's a really good uh, point. I didn't even think about that. Now, just like in all my favorite Marvel movies, Uh-oh. there's an extended part of the story. Oh, please do share. So... Are you familiar with the name Pere Fotard? 
I'm sure I'm, I'm not getting the French pronunciation correct. I don't believe I know who that is. So, in some iterations of the story, yeah. the butcher is changed into Pierre Fatard. Uh, you, I believe the translation comes to either father or old man whipper. Old man whipper. Okay. Mm-hmm. And because the, um, especially with that part at the end of the story where the <clears throat> bishop says, butcher, butcher, do not flee, repent, and God will pardon thee. Oh. This is his repentance and punishment. Hmm. So the butcher, turned into old man whipper now, okay. is now forced to serve St. Nicholas. Yeah. Um, this, uh, the story goes, the butcher was f- condemned to follow St. Nicholas in shame was detested by all, and this is for all oh, eternity. Shit. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Dude, that's so fucked. Just like having to walk in the shadow of your enemy, like forever. And be their bitch, basically. And be their bitch. Like, that's the fucking worst. That is one of the worst, like, stories about what hell could be like that I've heard. I mean, it's like you find out, you know, you're the one person you've hated all this time in life is now your boss. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be happy, but you I know. I would not be happy. Guess they really didn't want to go to hell back in the day. Yeah, guess so. I mean, that was definitely a lot of fire and brimstone, too. Yeah, that's true. So, um, Pere Farard, Fatard, always appeared as a man with a very sinister face, Ooh. kind of dark, like Emperor Parapatine kind of robes. Um, However, very, like, you know, like. Very dirty as well. So, you know, messy, unkempt hair, um, insanely long, like, you know, grown-out beard. Damn. And... So he's a scraggly fellow. Scraggly and also, I mean, every villain needs a weapon. So without a lightsaber, this guy had either a whip, a large stick, or a bundle of switches. Ooh, a bundle of switches? I mean... Oh, I can't imagine getting hit with that. I mean, if your name is Father Whipper, it's kind of expected uh, that you get some kind of it like really is, but... ass whooping device. Oh, so uncomfortable. Okay. So, you know, as the story goes, the kids are returned to their homes and on the receiving end of nothing but a loving welcome by their parents and all that good stuff. <laughs> However, as legend has it, on the 6th of December, St. Nicholas will bring toys for the good children who are asleep in bed and not making a sound. So, you know, great way to get your kids to just actually go the heck to sleep yeah. and not bother you anymore. And this was on December 6th? December 6th, okay. not the 25th. So I don't know where the commercialization yeah. comes in, but the naughty kids either get three things. They okay. get nothing, okay. they get yeah, coal, or they get a beating from you-know-who. Okay, that's like beyond drama. What the fuck? I mean, you know, if you don't feel comfortable disciplining your kids, maybe someone Why? in a black robe could. Just let some like stranger into your home who's just going to beat the shit out of your kid. Wow. All right, this is pretty fucked up logic, but I see it. I can, I can see where it's going. You know, just you ever have some disciplinary issues? You know, they always had that British nanny on all the on the TV show. Yeah. Now you have Pierre Fatard. 1-800-BEAT-YOUR-KIDS. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. I don't think that's a real phone number. If it is, I apologize no. for any parents listening out there. Oh, my God. Okay. So how are you doing? I'm so fucking high. 
This story is awesome. It kind of just kept going and going and going. And when I was reading this online, I was like, okay, this is kind of, oh, that got dark really quick. The kids. Yeah, got, what like, the fuck? I, think, I never, I never imagined the French as being so fucking dark. Well, I mean, I think the kids got murked in like line three or four, or yeah. verse three or four. Like it, it was very immediate. And then immediately after that, it's the uh, seven years later. Just jumps right into it. Oh my god, this is so weird. I, I'm having a hard time, like, I don't know. This feels very, very dark. So which part are you having a hard time with? Because there was, like a, as a sober it. person, there was a lot of outstanding pieces for me. Okay. So Why number, don't you go highlight them? So number one, how does Bishop Nicholas just, Sherlock Holmes this and figure this out after seven years of just no information, no nothing? I mean, that's a good question, but if, uh, I'm assuming he's, like, Saint Nicholas. Like I mean, well, that's the thing. You don't actually become a saint till later. Okay. There's no, you're, you don't really have, in the Catholic Church, you're not really like a living, you don't get living saints. You get people who can perform miracles or do, do a lot of good for the world, and then eventually they're made saints later on. Okay. That's the whole, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So that part got weird. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised you didn't, you just personally glossed over the entire zombie children thing when he just, sink, you know, uh, Nicholas just touches oh. the tub with three fingers and then blam, the kids are like, in the story, the kids are like the same age. They haven't aged seven years or anything. They've just yeah. been, you know, pieces of stew. Okay. But I mean, I didn't really, like, I, I noticed that, but... I was just like, okay, well, he's a bishop. He's performing a miracle. Like, that's that's what I took away from it. You're alive after seven years of being chopped into cubes. That's a new one for me, too. Hey, man. That's a reason to celebrate. That's that's a good power to have. You know, you'd think so, but what if you were the parents after seven years and just out of nowhere, the kids you probably mourned and probably assumed were dead after yeah. that long just show up the same age. Yeah, I'd probably freak the fuck out. Like, that's, especially back then, there was, like, no explanation for anything. So, I mean, I guess there's no explanation for that now, even. I mean, the explanation back in the day was either just, like, it's a miracle or it's a devil. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. So, there we have it. Uh, Apparently, there's also a lot of, you know, correlation between Père Fatard, a.k.a. Father whipper or old man whipper yeah and the um what is it is it black peter black peter yeah isn't that the the one where the... like you know similar in like a i believe it's some it might have been like sweden or somewhere or someone or like norway but yeah. it had the uh black they always depicted it right now in all the floats with like blackface oh gotcha it seemed a little bit similar to like krampus almost yeah, yeah, that one did totally like have a Krampus vibe to it. It's kind of like a either like a light side or a dark side Santa, essentially. Yeah, you get a good cop, bad cop with a fucking like the entity. Someone's got to beat Someone. the kids. Like I told you, <laughs> Christopher. What? Oh man. I was raised in a disciplinary household. It wasn't abuse. I was probably wrong most of the time, but yeah. Asian household, man. That happens. Yeah, Asian household. Okay. All right. So, is that it? Yep. Quick and easy story. Oh, all right, you cool. got your um, creepy with, you know, just 
butcher murking kids kind of covers a crime piece as well yeah. especially with uh what, what's it called um detective nicholas solving the case That's of the uh, seven-year murdered true. cube children Buyong kids <laughs> Buyong kids is that what you just said pretty much oh i mean yeah pretty much that's just still crazy to me that that's a children's story. Like, I, I get in the like the time that it was written, yeah, you kind of had to scare the shit out of your kids so that they wouldn't go off and do stupid shit. But, like, for us now, that's pretty fucked up. But, I mean, after looking at Grimm's fairy tales, how messed up is it compared to those stories? Oh, no, I mean, anything from back in the day is going to be terrible. Those Grimm's fairy tales are awful so you lie to your kids and make sure they're afraid of stuff there we go yeah yeah i guess that's how it works at least i don't know for the parents back in the fucking 1400s or whatever i mean this actually goes back to the 16th century so yeah not too far off yeah there we go okay we're in line with everything yep all right all right everyone hope you enjoyed the story this is chris and this is natalie bye bye